Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to week 12 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with Davey Bagels. My name is Chase Midorski. PSA to everyone who listens to this, because I have to think if you listen to this, uh, you play in a fantasy football league, at least one fantasy football league. Some of us playing six to seven. Um, it's a problem for sure. To all the commissioners out there, institute some kind of a fucking veto power in your league. Uh, just two horrific trades that Dave and I had to sit by and watch. I actually, do you get notifications when trades in the leagues go off? I just only knew about them because you guys posted at the group. No, you got to get the emails. You got to get email notifications, at least oh. for trades. Some guys I know get them for waivers too. Yeah, email for uh, ESPN. I've had the account so long. It's still set to the Medorskinator at AOL.com. So that should be uh, set. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good one, Medorskinator. I was obviously flower power, so you did better yeah. than me. Well, yeah, the problem is I didn't switch G- over to Gmail until like sophomore year of college. Um, so by the grace of God, the UCLA admissions board, let somebody in email <laughs> on their application was the Medorskinator at that is amazing. <laughs> Needless to say, when I pledged, I very quickly was referred to as the Medorskinator for the first two to three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's easy, but there are worse things to be referred to. Oh, could have been so much worse in the grand scheme of things. I own it, but, yeah. uh, AOL is obsolete. And to be honest, it's just a really long email to type out. Medorskinator. Yeah. Oh, Medorskinator. What, got numbers on there. What numbers we got? No numbers. Oh, that's kind of cool. You don't see a lot of no numbers. How would you spell the Medorskinator? Humor me. M-A-D. Okay, well, you're missing the the, so you're already wrong. All right, whatever. O-R-S-K-I-N-A-T-O-R. I don't think see, it's that hard. Yeah, I went A-N-A-T-O-R. That's what people would throw people off. I went like Skullinator. Yeah, but that's not how like Terminator is spelled. It's not Terminator. Terminator. Email when I was like ten years old. I still can't really spell. Ten, it wasn't any better. I mean, this isn't even a real word, but I, I see, I see why you moved away from it. So, if you had spelled it right, would you still be using it today in professional life? Uh, if it had been the Medorskinator at gmail.com, perhaps. Mm. AOL just it's a tough platform. It's a bad platform. Like my dad's complaining. He's like, oh, my AOL sucks. I'm like, dude, just switch to Gmail. Just take Your dad email. uses AOL email? Come so on. my mom. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Are they embarrassed when they tell people their email and they're like, what are you, from like 1935? Uh, no, because I think most of the people they're telling it to are also in their age bracket. That's probably a fair point. I, I, I convinced my parents to become Gmail people, but I could see a lot of people like, being at Comcast or at AOL or I something. Think my, I think my grandmother grandmother might be. I think Iris is at Comcast.net. Yeah, yeah. Either at Comcast or at Verizon.net. Yeah, that's a bad one too. Honestly, that's a huge boomer move. All right, emails aside, let's talk football. Yeah, let's talk about this trade before we go into like recaps. Which one? So I, I just, I, I, the first one I understand. It's a total ripoff. Um, 
Steve traded Kyron Williams, who's out for at least See, another week. Hold on. No names. No names. I want people to have no preconceived notions. Okay. Um, I'll just read the abbreviations on their names, unless it's their name. So Sack traded Kyron Williams and Tutu Atwell for Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae's been horrible, but Kyron Williams is like, we don't even know if he's healthy. You know, he's still technically on the IR. Tutu Atwell should be on waiver, so he's irrelevant. Kyron Williams for Devontae Adams feels like a lopsided to me. Tutu Atwell has had two double-digit point games in nine weeks. and Yeah, but both of those were when there was no – No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not defending Tutu Atwell. Let me finish the point. <laughs> okay, sorry. The last six weeks have been three, 9.1, which is out 4.9 and 1.3. And, you know, look, I know Kerryon Williams was the bell cow before he came, before he got hurt. But he's coming off an injury, and McVay changes his fucking running backs every week. Trust me, I blew in another league where it was fab. I blew my wad on Daryl Henderson. Mm. Bad move. Bad move. Yeah, I, look, I agree. And honestly, their offense is terrible anyway. Even if you know he's going to be the bell cow, like with no Stafford, this is one of the worst offenses in the league. Well, You're really going to trade Devontae Adams? Is he back? Um, if he's not, I might need to change my pick. He has to be back. I thought his hand was pretty fucked up. No, no, he's back, yeah. Based on one of the spreads for one of the games I'm picking, if if he's not back, it's the ultimate Vegas. They know a lot of things I don't know. Yeah, we're going to get to that game too because I had flagged it. It sounds like he's practicing. He's expected to return. And then the other trade. So the next one I haven't even talk, thought about yet, so I'll, we can do this live. It was sack again. The same sack that just traded for Devontae Adams has now traded Jameer Gibbs, who's looking great, and Cooper Cup for Saquon Barkley, Brees Hall, and Deontay Johnson. I feel like I feel like Sack got the better end of both of these deals. Shout out Sack. Oh, I would much rather have Gibbs and Cup in this trade. I mean, Gibbs and Cup are Saquon's gonna be a problem, I guess. Hall looks good. Deontay's been fine. Dude, Deontay, I mean, it, uh, Deontay's really good if we were a PPR league. Yeah, but you he's just, rock solid. You just, you, He's rock solid for like nine points. You traded for three guys whose quarterbacks are Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, and Tommy DeVito, and gave up Cooper Cup with Stafford now back, and Jameer Gibbs, who's just been a beast. Yeah, I mean, Montgomery's coming back for Detroit, but you're right. It probably doesn't even matter. Montgomery was back, Montgomery, just for some context here. Montgomery was back last week, balled out. True. Had 12, ca- 12 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. Had a phenomenal week. Look, I think Brees is just Junior as good. Gibbs had two touchdowns last week, though. No. Yeah, uh, Jameer's playing great. He looks great. He looks fast. I said this week one, by the way. I said, this guy's good. This guy's fast. And then kind of like Bijan, they just didn't give him the ball for a while. And now it feels like he's really, he's really, uh, like weeks five and week six, when Stafford played Cooper cup went out of his mind. The last three weeks he's been bad. It's because fucking Brett Rippon's been a quarterback. Me and you may as well have been throwing him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I look, I think cup and breeze hall are about a wash. So I guess the question is, Saquon for Deontay Johnson for Jameer Gibbs. Do you do that trade? I do it all day long. 
I guess I would just still rather be the team with what you're saying makes sense. I just still would rather be the team with Cup and Gibbs. Yeah, I mean, it also depends. Like, if you got a big gaping hole in your lineup, you know, you'd probably rather have Saquon, Brees, and Deontay. Plus, the plus is the guy who got Cup and Gibbs so eloquently texted me. The best part of this trade is I don't have to watch the Giants or the Jets the rest of the year. Hmm. I wish I could say the same. Although I will say, as a Giant fan, I've officially made the switch to Red Zone. Um, it's like three weeks overdue, but it's so great. And honestly, now when I'm watching Red Zone. And the Giants are when they come on. Scott's like, "Well, let's you know, let's go to Dallas. Tune in for the Giants." I'm like, "Motherfucker, get this shit off my screen!" You know, I wish there was like an option on Red Zone, like give me Red Zone, except when it cuts to the Giants, then just like cut to a different game. You know? Yeah. No, I uh, I'm actually pretty excited. I have a wedding Sunday, and it gives me an excuse not to watch. Look, just go to Red Zone. It makes the day so, so much better. You just assume we're going to lose. You'd be happy about the draft pick. If we happen to be in it in the fourth quarter, maybe you flick over for some heartbreak. I get to gamble for free this weekend because I'm hitting a, a future that I placed in March. Wait, wait, what do you mean? I placed Otani to win the MVP in March. Uh, does that is that officially, like has that come out? Is it I coming mean, out? they're announcing it tomorrow if he's not the MVP. Yeah, uh, I and a lot of pundits will be quite surprised. No, 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 I just didn't know if you knew exactly when it was happening or if it had already happened. It will be yeah. tomorrow at about six forty-seven Eastern time. Would be my guess. What'd you make? I think I'm only making like fifty bucks. Oh, all right. I thought this was gonna be like a couple hundred dollar future thousand. No, it's enough to just gamble for free this weekend. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. All nice right, day. last last week's picks, I went uh, two, two, and one, and I'm now. Dude, do you ever go below five hundred? Does it ever happen? Dude, you... I'm I'm only a good gambler on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm only a bad gambler on the podcast. All my non-podcast picks always hit. Um, twenty six, twenty one, and three on the year in college. Um, you were spot on about the Big Twelve rat lines. They were ratty, and uh... yeah, but I bet them all, dude. We fucking. You talked me into them. It seemed like really good plays. Mm. We're, I'm going to have a little segment on rat lines. Well, Kansas, Kansas, again, It's if there was ever going to be a game where I'd say a mulligan, Kansas, after like the fourth play of their game, was on their third string quarterback and still lost on a walk-off field goal. Uh, yeah, but okay. they were three-point favorites. The fact that they lost at all is annoying. Yeah, they had the ball on the one twice and didn't score either time. Okay, stage got blown out. Yep. Ole Miss, Georgia, 58 and a half. That over um, Georgia almost hit that on their own. They hit scored yep. 52 points. Um, the Lions pushed against the Chargers. They won 43-38. That was a sick game. Yeah, unless you like defense, then it was a terrible game. If you like defense, you're a fucking loser. Um, and or Steelers, a big West fan. And the Steelers won by four against the Packers. <laughs> In a remarkably forgettable football game. Yeah, although, I don't know, it was kind of fun at the end. I was like, this is it. Like, you know, Jordan Love is going to make a big play against, uh, against uh, you know, a good defense interception. And then it was like, oh, shit, maybe he'll do it again. No. No. It's really been the Jordan Love experience this year. It was fun in the beginning, and then he took all my money when I bet him in the middle, and now it's just sad. Yeah, I mean, he again, it's like, I don't think he's good, but I, I also feel like they need more talent around him. But at the same time, it's like Christian Watson probably sucks because I don't know. 
Yeah, and they got to run the football. Um, you know, LaFleur is doing him a disservice. You're fucking Aaron Jones, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Anyway. Uh, All right. Um, my five. Um, I've regressed to the mean, Chase. Did you already know this going in, or are you, like, waiting to hear this? Were you tracking no, I'm me? Waiting. I'm waiting to hear this. I, I only know one of your picks because you were so adamant about it, but. Yeah, I was adamant about all of them last week. I was feeling good. Um, I've regressed to the mean uh, one and four, you which is my see. mean, unfortunately. What, what was the winning pick? How about we say that one then? No, I'm going to say them all. Um, I had Cleveland plus six at Baltimore, and they won outright. That was, so that was a nice one. Um, the four that I lost, we'll talk about rat lines in a minute. Um, the four that I lost, Nebraska plus two and a half versus Maryland. Um, Maryland won by three. Bad beat. Um, I was all over Penn State, and they got beat by nine. I had them plus four and a half. Um, Jags plus three. This was one of our rat lines. Uh, not a winner. And Jets minus one. This was another one of our rat lines. Um, and the Raiders won outright. So, Another shitty week. Um, I'm going to keep saying this to everybody. I, I just don't understand anybody who's listened to the show for more than three weeks why you wouldn't be fading me. Um, and I know you're not because I haven't gotten any thank you texts or gloating texts about how much money you've made. So, guys, just fucking fade me. Like, I, I'm 15 and 35 on the year. That's a 30% win percentage. Last year, I was 37%. The year before, I was 40%. I'm the worst fucking gambler in the history of this thing. I'm giving you the bets. Just take the other side and uh, at least somebody can make money on this, uh, you know, these trades. Can I real quick, uh, not about the picks themselves, but just some commentary I have on some teams and those bets that I'd like your thoughts on rapid Please, fire. Man. Please. So like if you're Penn state, they're going to win 10 games again in the regular season this year. Say they win the bowl game. Like they're 11 and two. Like, do you think about firing Franklin? Yeah, we've been talking about this a lot. I mean, like, like it's like you was like we could say it as like a Wake fan and as a UCLA fan. Like, we would kill, kill for, for a, that. a ten win season, let alone perennial ten win seasons. But it's like, how do you keep a guy who's beaten? I think Michigan and Ohio State. I think he's beaten a combined like three times, and the two Michigan years were terrible. Michigan years, terrible yeah. Michigan teams, and he's three and seventeen and against top ten teams. No, I mean Penn State never pulls off the big upset or even wins like the big game where they're, you know, ranked eight and the other team's five or six or something. Um, look, I don't think you fire him as a Wake fan. You know, I would kill for what he has. And playoffs going to eight teams next year. So, you know, do I think he'll ever sneak into a four? 12 teams. Yeah, shit. Um, no, Penn State is a four, but with 12, he should be you, When you read the list of the teams that will consistently benefit this – and. It's harder to tell now with the Big Ten getting rid of divisions what that's yeah. going to look like. But at least in the early years of the playoffs, I mean, I think they would have been in like four of the last five years. Yeah. I mean, so if you're, if you're, you know, the AD of Penn State, you got to just be thinking like, whatever. Like, yeah, he can't win the big game during the regular season. Let's see if maybe he can win it in the postseason when we sneak into some of these playoffs. Okay. That was commentary one. Commentary two. Is Trevor not that good? You know, I think the Jags are frauds. I looked at his numbers. Like, the Texans are going to win that division, I think. 
No, everyone needs to chill on the Texans. They got a couple of rookie mistakes. behind Jacksonville. Look, Jacksonville's going to win that division. I bet Jackson <laughs> Jacksonville's schedule is so soft. They're what do they have? Seven wins right now. They are six and three, and the Texans are five and four. I thought Jacksonville already had seven wins. No, you're right. They're six and three. Um, look, I bet they have like seven wins left in them. They're going to win a ton of games. You know, they beat the teams they're supposed to. They don't beat anyone good, but I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I don't know if there are any good teams left. Hold on. They play the Bengals, the Browns without Deshaun, and the Ravens. So, you know, they probably lose to the Bengals and the Ravens. But other than that, they have they just, they just, Titans, they, the Panthers, the Bucks, they, uh, the they Browns. Just played, they just played the Bengals. So take that one out. They beat the Bengals. What? No, what the fuck am I looking at? It says, I know, they did not beat the Bengals. The Jags? Oh, I thought I'm talking about the Jags. You're talking about the Texans. Sorry, sorry. The, so they play the Titans, the Texans. The Bengals, the Browns, the Ravens, the Bucks, Panthers, Titans to end the year. The last three are huge. They're going to win like 12 games easily. We'll see. Um, all right. That was commentary two. Commentary three. Um, if you're a Jets fan, I just feel bad that they refuse to bench Zach Wilson and or shelve Nathaniel Hackett. Um, I feel bad. Yeah. Not that bad because fuck Jets fans. Do you think it's a Wilson problem or a Hackett problem? I, I think it's personally, I think it's a Wilson problem. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I, think, I don't think Wilson has the goods, but I don't think by any means the scheme and the play calling does him any favors. Not doing him any favors. Yeah. Well, I agree. Um, I mean, they've, they've sort of admitted that they're going to die with Wilson. You know, they're like, they're not going to go get a QB at this point. You know, should they have gone and gotten Josh Dobbs? Absolutely. But. Uh, this season's over. Rogers not coming back. They they really stink. Well, speaking of Josh Dobbs, the team that originally had him that very much could have used him is the Cleveland Browns. Um, because oh, yeah. Sean is out for the year with shoulder surgery. Um, but my last point is Sunday as a UCLA fan, I me and my friends will be rejoicing because not only is Chip Kelly going to get fired, but DTR starting the quarterback for the Browns. So Sunday's oh, not getting PJ Walker. No, they said DTR. So Sunday. Big day for Bruins football. Doesn't that matter what happens against USC Saturday. It's all about Sunday. Wait, wait, what did you say about Chip Kelly? I was focused on DTR. I figured you're going to fire him. You think so? That's what the reports say. Win he, or lose, like, that seems extreme. I mean, why fire him now? We're going to finish at best seven and four, or seven and five this year, and we're just not good. Yeah, and look, I kind of get it. Like going into the he's below he's below five hundred in six years as the UCLA head coach. Damn, he's been there six years. It's been six long years. Talk about how the mighty have fallen. Like, where does Chip Kelly go from here? Mid-major? Like a nah, terrible? He should be an OC. He should just, I, you know, I'd say he should be an OC somewhere, but our offense sucks. So if I was a team, I would not want to hire Chip as my OC. Maybe he goes to the Big 12. That feels like the right place for him. Yeah, he, as long as he's not with us. Um, all right, anyway, picks for this week. Yeah, let's get into it. Starting in college. You know, this might be a rat line, but I don't think it is. Uh, I'm going with the Louisville Cardinals, top 10 team in the country, minus one and a half at Miami. Um, Louisville 
has had one slip up this year under Jeff Brom. They lost to Pittsburgh 38-21. Bad loss. But since then, shut out Duke, beat up on Vatek, beat UVA last week. Um, they are, what is it, 8-1 and one or 9-1 and one coming into this game. I don't think they're going to overlook Miami with a chance to, you know, lock up a trip to the ACC title game against FSU. My, my biggest thing is for Miami, last week um, they benched Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback. The backup that they put in gets hurt. Van Dyke has to play. They, he finishes out the game and finishes out the win against um, Clemson. Or No, sorry, that was from a couple of weeks ago. Finishes out the game against Florida State. They played Florida State tough. I just think, look, I, I think the Jets are a great example of what I'm talking about right now. It's really hard to win when you don't believe in your quarterback. And I think it's very cool, clear. Mario Cristobal does not believe in Van Dyke, you know, under, um, oh my God, what was their old head coach's name? Is the DC. Under Manny Diaz, he was the ACC freshman of the year, has really regressed since. Um, and I think this Louisville team's legit. So I like them to keep rolling to the ACC title game. Cardinals minus one and a half. Yeah, this is definitely a rat line. Um, look, I, I think I think Vegas is seeing that Louisville, you know, they've, they've done a really nice job. They rebuilt this whole roster through the portal, um, but they've won a lot of close games this year. And Miami, I, I think they're overrated. I think I agree. They got quarterback problems, but they've lost a lot of close games. Um, so these teams might not be as far apart talent-wise um, as, as the records would suggest. Um, I got a new rat line philosophy this week after, after the fucking brutality of last week's rat lines, um, between Texas tech, UCF, the Niners and the Raiders all looking like rat lines and burning me across the board. So this week, if I think something's a rat line, I'm going to assume Vegas knows more than I do. And I'm going to bet it the other way. Um, so I bet Miami this week. No problem. I respect that. All right. Um, so. One of our buddies, Ben, um, you know, a lot of people know, I said it a couple times, I went three and two, two weeks ago, which is the first time I had a positive record since week one, which is pretty embarrassing. I went three and two because I went three and oh in college. Um, And the way I did that is I went back to basics. I took two Pac-12, Pac-12 overs um, and Alabama, you know, I, I bet on the college football trends that have existed since the dawn of college football time, at least since I've been watching. Um, so I'm going back to the well again. I'm keeping it basic. Um, and I'm going to take a Pac-12 over to start. I'm taking I'm taking UCLA, USC over 65 and a half. Um, this isn't a normal Pac-12 game because I see your face. UCLA does not score a lot of points. Good defense. But, but USC does. Um, and they can't play any defense. So it's only 65 and a half. This isn't a 76 like most USC games are. I like the over. Yeah, my biggest thing is I, I just don't know who's playing quarterback for UCLA right now. Um, last week, our third string quarterback, Chase Lee, played. Um, and we lost. We scored seven points against ASU. I don't know if Ethan Garbers and Dante Moore are going to be back. Um, so that's my one concern. And Irrelevant. One, the one thing UCLA does have is a pass rush. And the one thing Caleb Williams has really struggled with is the pass rush. We will not slander Caleb Williams because God willing, if the Giants lose out, he will be the next quarterback of the New York football Giants. We will also take Drake May. Very happy with either. Or Marvin Harrison. Very happy with him as well. Not no, no, we need a quarterback. Maserati Marv, though. <laughs> I've convinced myself if we don't get if we get the third pick, 
that the Marvin Harrison bone Nicks combo I could live with. Yeah, Penix in the second round. I don't like him. He's a 24 year old lefty. That screams Tim Tebow. I no, think Bo Nix or J- dude Jaden Daniels. You see that game he had against Florida? I did not. He looked he good. Had, he had 350 yards passing and 200 yards rushing. JD Daniels, that's our dude. Jaden Daniels, no. Uh, no Jaden Daniels, the kid from LSU. From LSU, like if they Daniels. were at all relevant this year, he is running away with the Heisman. Yeah, but they can't win a big game. What about – I don't like McCarthy. I have no interest. No, those are the guys I want. I want either the big two or in the second round. I want one of those two guys. No, um, you're not. You're, you're anti Penix. What's going on on your end right now? Is someone shaving? What? <laughs> is it, does it sound like buzzing? It does sound like buzzing. <laughs> I think it's my laptop. It's very loud. Are you shaving your pubes during the podcast? Guilty. Guilty is charged. Sorry, we're, guys. We're a, Met- chest up, we're a chest up podcast. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's an exciting game. At that point, that's all I have to look forward to. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I, I'm i not going to pick USC because they burned me. It sounds like I shouldn't pick UCLA. So no. it's back 12. I'm going back to basics. Taking the over. All right. My second game. Teams. We just saw this with Michigan. Teams, when they feel like they get wrong, come out with a fire in their belly, ready to go. The JMU Dukes were wronged. They're 9-0, 10-0. The NCAA denied their bid officially today for them to appear in a bowl game. Right now, they're just paying for playing for pride, playing to show everybody that they should be in that group of five spot uh, for the New Year's Six Bowls. They're minus eight and a half for App State. App State's been good this year. Back to Dukes last week, though. They covered um, 25 and a half versus UConn. The Dukes are my squad. Dukes sport for an all-time high. Basketball's ranked coming off a win against Michigan State. Go Dukes. Say fuck you to the NCAA. Let's run the table. I love it. I just don't understand. Like, what? why do you get banned from postseason play when you move from between conference, between, like, I don't know, levels? It's just the rule. Why? But why? Well, why does that rule exist? I is think in theory it exists. To, in theory it exists to take pressure off teams so they can build the proper infrastructure and have the proper investments when they make the jump to D one. The problem is JMU did all that before they made the jump. Like they're they're not their prototypical super small school making the jump to D one. Like they have a big fan base. It's a relatively big school, a lot of boosters, and they're getting fucked. They're getting totally fucked. They're getting fucked, and they're going to take it out again. on Apple on the Appalachian men. Yeah, what are the, what are the, what are the, their their nickname? Something good. It's like uh, is the Mountain Men or something? The Mountaineers. It doesn't matter. They're going to get fucked up by the Dukes this weekend. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, so back to basics. Um, this isn't a Pac-12 over, and it's not Alabama. But it's sort of the next best thing. Taking the under in the Nebraska-Wisconsin game, it's 37 points. Um, and honestly, it, it could be lower and I'd still be comfortable with it. This is a classic Big Ten West game. Um, don't overthink it. Take the under. Yeah, I have no commentary there. I do want to give a shout-out to the Iowa Hawkeyes, who in successive weeks, um, I believe, had the records for the lowest unders in NCAA history. Um, against Northwestern, it was 27. 
They won 10-7, the under hit. And then I think against Rutgers, it was 24, and they won 22 nothing. There was definitely a 26 mixed in there that I thought about, and I wanted to bet so badly, but 26 you, is crazy. Their last uh, – I mean, this is nuts. Their last four games, the under has – the highest point total has been 22. It was the Minnesota-Iowa game and that Rutgers-Iowa game. That is crazy. Imagine, so, like, if you could just take Kirk Ferentz and Lincoln Riley and just mold them. Well, who's the, the, the offensive coordinator for Iowa this year is Brian Ferentz, right? The, the yeah, well, he's fired. Well, it was the chase for 25 where they said if you right, don't average. He has the average 25. Well, they announced, though, he's gone at the end of the year. Like, they got ahead of it, and we're just like, yeah, you're done. They said that. Yeah, they need, like, a real offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, um, the D really is special. And it's always like this. I like it's a it no program since the Lincoln Riley Oklahoma days has had an identity that's so one-sided and reliable year over year. The crazy thing is they I mean, if we're if they don't lose 12 10 to Minnesota, I think they're gonna beat Nebraska and they're gonna beat Illinois. They play Illinois and then they play Nebraska the last two weeks of the year. I think they're gonna win both those games. You don't lose to Minnesota, you're not talking about a 10 and one Iowa game. Going into the Iowa team, going into the Big Ten title game. I don't yeah, know. but they can't score enough to keep up with Ohio State or Michigan. They just can't. No, of course not. But it just would have been a better narrative. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. I, I got one more college pick, and it's my lock of the week. Oh, baby. Give it to me. The Bulldogs are back. Uh, they do look like they're back. The Bulldogs are back. I, look, they only, two weeks ago, they only beat Missouri by nine. I don't think people fully realize how good this Missouri team is this year. Um, they're number 11 in the country for a reason. So winning 30 to 21 in that game is a good win. This is not your average Missouri team. This is more of like the Chase Daniel Missouri team from when we were in like middle school. Uh, Brady Cook, good quarterback. Last week against Lane. And again, I've very candidly said, I don't think Lane Kiffin went to big games. They blew the fucking doors off old Miss. They beat him 52-17. Carson Beck, you know, with Stetson Bennett, it was like as great as the story was. It was like, uh, Betson put, Bennett puts up the numbers, but it's like they're still almost doing it like in spite of him. Um, Carson Beck looks like the real deal. I think he's going to be a top 50-60 pick. They got Bowers back. It's minus 10.5 versus Tennessee. Um, Tennessee last week lost 36-7 to Missouri. Um, you're seeing this year how big of a big – both Heldon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt were to that Tennessee offense last year. It's not the same with Joe Milton. Um, and I just like the Bulldogs to keep rolling. The spread's 10 and a half. Um, I think they go in and take care of business. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, honestly, I think it's big time SEC bias that Tennessee's even ranked. The fact that they're 21 is kind of laughable. Um the games that they've won against real football teams, they've barely won, you know, 2013 over A&M, um, 33-27 over Kentucky. Lost, lost to a bad Florida team. Yep. Um, Didn't keep it close against Bama. Um, blown out by Missouri. Like, they're, they're not good. They shouldn't be ranked this high. And George is, George is riding high right now. Yeah, I, I, think, I think, you know, 10's a lot of points. But um, I, I like this pick. I mean, you can make an argument the best team they beat in this year is USTA, honestly. Yeah, UConn's bad, too. So, um, do you have any more college picks or we're moving on to the league? Nah, NFL, let's go. Um, all right, so 
I would have liked to go back to basics, but it's a lot harder in the NFL. There's a little more parity. So, um, you know, I had to I had to come up with a different angle to uh, mix things up and get out of this rut. So after last week's absolute dredging by the fucking rat lines that we thought we knew, um, I just went through. I looked at all the rat lines. I thought which way that uh, that they were mispriced, and I took the other side. Um, so my first NFL pick is also my second NFL pick. And I want to ask you a question. Who do you think is, uh, who do you, who do you think is the better football team right now? The Detroit lions or the Miami dolphins? I'd say the lions, honestly, I, I, you know what it is? It's just, I think the dolphins are probably the more talented team. Um, but the difference is that the lions have shown they could beat good teams, and we still haven't seen the Dolphins beat a good team this year, in my opinion. I agree with you. Second question. Who do you think is the better football team, the Raiders or the Bears? Pass. Um, no, no. Come on. Answer. Right now? Right this right second? Now. Right now. Right this second? I'd go the Raiders. I agree with you on both fronts. So answer this question for me. Why are the Raiders 13-point underdogs at the Dolphins, but the Bears are only 8-point underdogs at the Lions? It doesn't make any fucking sense. They really think Fields is going to make a big difference. That's the only reason I could give. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not get... saying I agree, but I'm not, that's all I could give. Look, my the point is, thank you for bearing with me, this feels like a – both of them are a little bit ratty and they should both be closer to like 10 or 11. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, my gut would be to take Detroit minus eight and um, Raiders plus 13 and a half. Sorry. Um, so I'm going to do it the exact other way. I'm going to take the Dolphins minus 13 and a half and I'm going to take the Bears plus eight. It feels wrong, but maybe that's why it's right. The Raiders plus 13, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Those just feel like they could be real games. Like I was just looking at the Lions schedule and like I think that Chiefs win has gone a long way because they lost to the Seahawks, then they beat the Falcons, they beat the Packers, they beat the Bucks, they beat the Panthers, got blown out by the Ravens, um, and then beat the Raiders and the I guess the Chargers are somewhat good, but yeah, look, the the Lions can score points. Um, yeah, that loss to the Seahawks also was 37-31 in OT. So. Yeah, look, the Lions should score a ton of points against the bad Bears defense. Um, I, I I feel like they should cover, but, you know, I'm I'm adapting here, Chase. I don't know what to, what to tell you. I know, I know you hate when I bring up uh, Bill Simmons, but he did have a bet, an interesting bet. I don't know what the exact odds are because you can't even look at this in New York on FanDuel, so. I'll look at it in New Jersey when I'm home this weekend. Um, but it's the Lions to finish with the best record in the NFC. And it's not necessarily because it's the best team, but the Eagles have the Chiefs this week, still have some tough NFC matchups. This is the Lions schedule the rest of the way. Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Jesus, that's really soft. Especially if Josh Jobs looks worse in his third through sixth start. Then he did like most, he did in Arizona. At most, two more losses there. 
Yeah, no, I mean, especially the way that they score, you have to figure they're going to kick the shit out of all those teams that will never be able to put up points with them. Eagles, Eagles for comparison, have the Chiefs, the Bills, who I think now that they fired Dorsey, maybe figure it out. Jeez, they have the Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks the next five weeks. But then finish, but then finish Giants, Cardinals, Giants. (laughs) Right. We put, yeah, that's. So just some food for thought there. And the, um, the Niners are, are the other problem. They look good again. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but, you know, if they keep playing like this, they could win out. I mean, them looking good again is very simple. When you get your do-it-all stud wide receiver and your left tackle back. Chase, I've been trade, saying it on this show. And trade for Chase Young. Right. <laughs> you know. The Niners' schedule is it's soft-ish. They uh, not so soft. They play the Seahawks twice. They play the Eagles. And they play the Ravens, so it's tough. I mean, they also play the Commanders, the Rams, and they play the Bucks this week, but it's it's a tough schedule. So I, you know what? Like I like the pick. Shout out Simmons. Um, all right, my first NFL pick. I'm going to go with those Cowboys. Cowboys minus ten and a half versus the Panthers. Um, yeah, Panthers are just not good. And uh, you know, look, I, I'm not going to overreact based on what Dak did against the Giants last week, but. The Giants' D has looked good the last couple weeks, but um, the Dallas D has been great all year. And the offense, I mean, the last three weeks against the Rams, Eagles, and Giants, I mean, Dak has 11 touchdowns, two picks, 304, 374, 404 yards. I'm not doing the math there. Um, And I think they've just simplified their offense. C.D. Lamb just became the first wide receiver ever with three straight games of 10-plus catches and 150-plus yards. You have a stud wide receiver. Throw it to him. It's going to open it up for Tony Pollard. The D is the D. Um, I think they're going to kick the shit out of the Panthers. And the fact that Frank Reich is taking back play calling makes me like the Cowboys even more, to be honest. Yeah. Cowboys kick the shit out of bad teams. Um, So this one, this is easy. They've kicked the shit out of bad teams all year. The Panthers are objectively a bad team. Um, You know, they're going to score 40 points. Panthers aren't going to score a lot. I, I love this line. All right. And then your fifth and final pick. Yep, Lakshmir of the week. Um, admittedly, I I didn't realize Stafford was going to play this week. That's on me. I thought his hand was more fucked up than it is, I guess. Um, but still, I I can't believe that the Rams are only giving one point to the Seahawks. Seahawks are are playing better football. You know, they are a good team. They are a playoff team, um, and the Rams have looked horrible. The quarterback situation is part of it. But honestly, even with Stafford, they didn't look great. Um, you know, if this was a four or five point line or a touchdown, I would sort of get the, yeah, maybe you bet the Rams thing. Um, but I don't. I, this line feels like an absolute rat line. And for that reason and the reasons that I stated for my last pick, I'm taking Rams plus one. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so Vegas probably knows more than I do. I'm just taking the other side. Um, not because of that. I, I just think Rams beat up on the Seahawks week one, 30 to 13. I feel like Pete Carroll just doesn't lose to the same team twice in one year often. Um, I don't Jeez, know. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, I, like, I, I, I think what you're saying is smart, so you should I, reconsider it. I, I understand and appreciate it. Um, all right, real quick. I'm going to go a little out of order just cause I'm going to do the NFL teaser now so that I could close that out, let you do your thing, and then come back with the college teaser. All right, rip it. So to be honest with you, 
I just put together, I mean, I don't like this as a 10 leg parlay, um, but I also don't hate it. Um, let's do a, uh, let's do a four point teaser here. 10 legs. 10 yeah. legs. How much juice we got on this baby? Plus 3302. That's pretty good. Um, all right. Just start saying yay or nay. Bengals plus eight and a half versus the Ravens. Jamar's yep. playing. Huh? Yeah, I like it. Oh, all right. That was a quick yay. Uh, Chargers plus two versus the Packers. I like the Chargers minus three in this game. Yeah. Jags down to minus two versus the Titans. Yeah, they should kick the shit out of them. Cowboys down to five and a half. Yep. Texans plus a half. I think they got, I think the Cardinals got their Kyler's back win. And now we're going to focus on getting a better pick again. Yeah, this one, I don't know. Like, you just feel like the Texans are going to have some games where they look like the Texans we were all expecting instead of, you know, these new fun Texans. Um, and I think, I don't know, the Cardinals with, with Kyler are a different team and they're going to win a couple games down the stretch. This could be one of them. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. All right. Um, get I like Steelers plus six and a half versus the Browns. As good as that Browns D is, DTR looked so bad the last time he started. Could he be worse than PJ Walker? Yes. He really? was really, really bad the last time he played for Deshaun. And I love DTR. Yeah. But Tom, like TJ Watt. Huh? Pickett looks horrible too. That's the problem. This game is going to go exactly like the last Steeler game. And it's going to be super close. It's going to be a fucking rock fight. And everything you're saying is why I would like them with six and a half points. Yeah, you're taking Pittsburgh with six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Lions down to three and a half. Yep. Seahawks up to plus four. Chop the over in the Eagles Chiefs game to 40 and a half. Oh, yeah, that should hit easy. And then this is the one I feel the worst about, but uh, Jets plus 12 versus the Bills. I, Josh Allen loves to turn it over, and the Jets still have a good day. The, the Bills are so hard to bet because you just feel like at any moment they could turn it back on and become the Bills for the stretch run. Do they do it against the best defense in the league? I don't know. Probably not. But I'm not going to bet the Bills the rest of the way. And fuck point the Jets, being, too. I can't make any money on them. Point being, if you want to do like a normal 5-16 to six team teaser, there's a lot of great legs to do a teaser with this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I, I like the majority of that teaser. All right, do yours, and in the meantime, I will. Uh, I'll get cooking here on this. Uh, All right, this, this old uh, college football teaser. Let's do. I'm just going to do the regular segments. Um, nothing fancy this week. First, the bagel bet. Um, so, while the regular picks have been bad, the bankrupt Fanduel parlay has yet to even come close to hit hitting. To be honest. Um, I have been really successful at this fucking tackle assists bet. I think my analytical approach to sports gambling works well here. I think I've exposed a vulnerability in the DraftKings uh, lines. And I think you guys should all keep riding this and fade the rest of my picks because my track record speaks for itself. Last five picks, I'm four and one. Um, the only loss was was uh, one where my statistics were messed up. So not my fault. Um Last week, I had TJ Edwards over three and a half assists. 
The dude had seven. It was the easiest hit ever it hit in the first half. This week, similar vibe. I got a great tackler at a shockingly low number. It's Roquan Smith over two and a half. He averages almost five assists a game. This is fucking easy. I don't know why this line is where it is. Um, take it and run. This is this is a lock. I'm going six and one. All right. Um, and that's the Thursday night game. That's always the bagel bet. Um, quickly, promo sexuals. I don't have one good one for you guys this week, but I can just run through the, the big promos to hit. Um, if you're doing NBA bets, DraftKings is still the place for you. They do 100% boost on anything. Uh, new, book, new book in the state of New Jersey today. Oh, what do we got? The ESPN book. Oh, this is the old Barstool book. Yeah, I'll let you know. Apparently, if you place your first bet on the app, you get $200 in free bets. It's not legal in New York, um, but I'll jump on that Sunday for us and see what's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, honestly, that – Going home from the city to New Jersey for Thanksgiving, that sounds like uh, free Thanksgiving bets to, to lose. I agree. Um, anyway, finish whatever you were saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then DraftKings also has uh, Tennessee, Georgia as their game of the week, so you get like a 30% boost on that. And then FanDuel, Thursday night game, you get a 30% boost. I'd say put the tackle assistant bet there, but you can't. Um, because it's a DraftKings only bet. And then they have a no sweat bet on that day, on that game too, the Thursday night game. So NBA bet on DraftKings, Thursday night game, bet it on FanDuel, Georgia, Tennessee, bet it on DraftKings. Um, uh, oh, yep, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm yeah. getting some other stuff, so keep going. Uh, oh, no, no, no um, prize this week. There's no fantasy points and like half the players aren't on the yards totals yet. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. My my last thing is the bankrupt Fanduel parlay, which I swear, I think I have the recipe. <clears throat> I just didn't have the bets last week, but this week I, I I think I cooked up something good. So this is, uh, let me pull it up. This is seven dollars to win seven hundred thousand dollars. So you put ten bucks in here, you're a millionaire. Um, 10 legger. I got Steelers money line, Steelers Browns under 32 and a half with DTR and Kenny Pickett. That actually feels pretty good. Um, Bengals minus six and a half. I reverse tease them. Rutgers money line at Penn State. This is the big one. Um, maybe the wheels come off Penn State and you're a millionaire. You never know. Um, UNC at Clemson. Clemson is criminally overrated. I don't care how badly they beat Notre Dame. Um, UNC is going to shoot them out all day long. I don't care how good Clemson's offense has looked. Um, Georgia, I reverse teased this all the way to minus 20 and a half. We talked about this. Um, Tennessee's overrated. Georgia's rolling. Washington, I reverse teased this one to minus six and a half. Um, we didn't really talk about this, but Washington, I think, are dogs in this game, which is kind of surprising given how good they've looked. They play at Oregon State. Um, that's a good football team, but for them to be dogs, I like it, and I like it reverse teased. Uh, then under in the Nebraska-Wisconsin game, Jags minus 20 and a half. That's a big reverse teaser, um, but they're at home against the Titans team that sucks, and, and they're going to be out for blood. And then, as always, in these reverse teaser picks, I got um, 
I got the Monday night game. Lions minus seven and a half at home against the Packers. Oh, fuck. That's that's a Thanksgiving game. All right, well, we got a Thanksgiving game in here. The last pick's just to, just to hedge out of anyway. Easy, easier uh, hedge. Yeah. It, the, the last pick is always just like you're trying to hedge out of it. You're going to make 800000 instead of a million. All right. Um, I was, in fact, able to cook up a prize pick. Do you Give want that me. or the college football teaser first? I Ooh, which do I want first? Let's start with your PP. Talk, tell us about your PP. All right, so again, I'm, I'm making do with what is currently posted, but uh, I can live with this pick. Bengals have a good D. Good D. Texans exploited them a little bit, but good D. For that reason, oh, and, and then on top of it, the Ravens can't finish drives for shit. Yeah, bad red zone team. Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals against the Bengals. I like that one. Creativity, you're thinking... Then we're moving over to the running backs. We're going over yards. Christian McCaffrey over 68 and a half versus the Bucks. Yep. Then we're going Saquon over 69 and a half versus Washington. Last week against Dallas was the first time in five games he did not hit this total, and he was still at 66. Washington D is not as good, and they just got to pound the rock with Saquon because Danny DeVito is a quarterback. I like it. Yeah, I'm on board. Receiving. Tyreek Hill, 91 and a half versus the Raiders. We're going over. He hasn't had 100 yards in two games. He's due. Raiders secondary. No good. Yep. We're going. Amon Ross St. Brown over 87 and a half versus the Bears. He's had 100 yards the last um, three games. I like him to keep that going. Yeah, and the Bears secondary stings. And last but not least, Josh Dobbs is a new favorite weapon. TJ Hawkinson against Denver. Last four games, 86, 88, 69, and 134 receiving yards. And you could get this for 56 and a half. That feels like value. I'm a little worried about Dobbs starting to realize there are other receivers on the field. But well, I, I think Justin Jeff- and I think Justin Jefferson's coming back. But Oh, we're getting Justin Jefferson back. Wow. In fact, you know what? I'm going to text this to you so that I can place it tomorrow. Here's a Simmons thing for you. I think the, the Vikings are like – I don't know. Well, their record without Jefferson is good. I think they're like it's five and zero with it. Five and zero, yeah. Five and zero. Wrong. Five and zero without him, and one and four with him. Is this a Ewing theory thing? No, I think they're realizing Adams is really fucking good too. I don't know. I think the the Ewing theory is in effect, right? That's his thing. The the Ewing theory. He has a lot of dumb theories. As much as I love him, there's a lot of stuff that I just kind of tune out. Yeah. yeah well, this is one of them. Um, okay, hold on. I'm typing out this bet so that I can place it tomorrow. Okay, teaser for college football. Four-point teaser. Dave, I got juice for you. It's plus 12,001. Ooh, baby. 11 legs. A lot of teams we've already mentioned. So I like the Louisville Cardinals. Here you can get them at plus two and a half. We're taking Bama minus 40 and a half versus Chattanooga at home. That's a lot of points. Roll Tide. Um, Michigan down to 15 and a half at Maryland. Maryland, no good. Michigan still angry. Yep. Northwestern plus seven at home versus Purdue. Um, Northwestern, realistically, given what happened to them this offseason, if they didn't win a game this year, nobody would have batted an eye. 
Instead, they're five and five and just took the interim tag off their head coach, David Braun. Yeah, gonna I mean, going to be fired up. If this team can make a bowl game, which they'd be bowl eligible with a win, that's a sick story. Yeah, we bet against them the whole beginning of the season, and we looked smart doing it. And now it's uh, it's a different, different, different day. This one I'm a little shaky about, but the Utah Utes are going to Tucson playing a red hot Arizona team, and I like the Wildcats plus five and a half. They're just playing really good football right now. It's riding the hot hand. Fair. JMU down to four and a half. Um, Georgia down to six and a half. I like North Carolina. Look, I know they lose the they lose to shit teams, but I know Clemson beat Notre Dame, but I don't think Notre Dame's that good, and I still don't think Clemson's very good. So if you could get Drake May plus ten and a half, I like it. Look, I'm I'm with you. I think Carolina's gonna win this game. I, I took them money line in the in the bankrupt Fandle parlay. I love I love them. Clemson sucks. You're right. That UW Oregon State game. I'll do a quick little Pac-12 spiel. Top ten matchup. Oregon State's D is so good. DJ Ugalele's been solid. And look, it feels like UW is due for a loss. Um, they played so many games close. A lot of like one possession or less wins the last couple of weeks. So all that said, do if they lose. I think it's going to be close, which is why I like them plus six and a half. You like UW plus six and a half. Sorry. Correct. I was reading your text. Yes. Um, I, yeah, look, I, I, is it time for the Pac-12 to cannibalize itself? Yes. But I don't know. I, I like they've looked so good to there's get them world, at seven points. There's a world where even if UW loses, though. If there's still a one-loss team going into the Pac-12 title game and Oregon takes care of business, I still think there's a world Oregon makes the playoff. They have to let a Pac-12 and team in. It would be injustice if they didn't. Uh, well, if Oregon and UW both have two losses, then you don't let them in, and that would be the ultimate cannibalization. Um, Texas, when yours is back, you get them minus three and a half at Iowa State. And last but not least, I don't think Kentucky's good. I think South Carolina and with Spencer Rattler's last few games are going to take care of business. I like the Cox against the Cats plus five and a half. I don't have a lean on that one, but yeah, you sound like cool. you sound like you got a lot of conviction. Is Rattler playing good football? I haven't watched the South Carolina. Um, you know they're not very good, to be honest with you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you type in SEC rankings, you get a lot of. Uh, Money. I don't give a shit about the AAC rankings. Give me the SEC rankings. South Carolina is oh god, they're four and six this year. <laughs> but they're on a two-game winning streak. Go Cox! Go Cox, baby. <laughs> to answer your question about Spencer Rattler specifically, um 17 touchdowns, seven picks, 2,900 yards, 70.6 completion percentage. So not bad, but not great. Yeah, not exciting. Although, honestly, statistically, probably his best year since his freshman year at Oklahoma. Not saying much, though. No, not saying much. Uh, so there's my teaser. Hope you like it. If you don't, that's okay, too. Yeah, look, I, I think the bankrupt Fandle reverse teaser is a little more fun. But you know, <laughs> if, you, uh, if, if, if you're a little bit more risk-averse, Chase's teaser is out there now as well. Or do we combine the two teasers into a 20-team teaser? I think we picked basically all the same team, so that would be hard. Good. No, I'm saying my college and my NFL teams are into. Oh, I like the idea of that. Now we're talking about juice. 
Can you like keep everyone distracted for like three minutes where I see what the juice would be on that? My, my voice is shot. Just start talking about random stuff. I'll be quick. I'm going to just start rapid fire clicking lines. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Tell a witty anecdote. I, I don't have a witty anecdote. Uh, Come damn, on, you got to have some witty anecdotes. I, look, I, I'm spent. My voice is shot. My gambling is shot. I'm not sure um, what that has to do with witty anecdotes. You know what we can do? We can plug our sponsors. Um, yeah, we can, we, do we that. Plug- That's good. So shout out to our sponsors, um, <clears throat> who I apologize to. We don't just use you when I need to plug time for Chase to do what, you know, create a 20 leg parlay. Um, Bagels and Lock Studios, they sponsor the Bagel Bet. We stole our, our logo from them. <laughs> DraftKings, they obviously sponsor the Bankrupt FanDuel Parlay. And King Kong Beer Bong, our only real sponsor, uh, who sponsors Promosexuals. So thank you to our our, um, our our sponsors. We wouldn't be here without them, except we would because they don't pay us anything. All right, I took South Carolina out because I talked myself out of that one. Um, which so is now a 19-team legger. Yeah, I got to just find Texas here. I don't know where Texas went. Top 25. You know, that seems like a good way to sort this. Much more efficient. Um, oh, you. Oh, no, it's yeah, it's still going to be. And you know what? To make it 21, I'll throw Mizzou in there. Make it Mizzou minus seven and a half against Florida. And give us the juice. Come on. All right. Four team teaser. It is. Uh, you cannot combine college and NFL. What a fucking waste of time. I did the same. I did that on FanDuel. What are you betting on? You can't do it as a teaser. You can't combine them. What do you mean? That's what I did. I did alternate lines. But again, alternate lines, or you're still going in and picking a line. Yeah. What's the difference? I don't know, but you can't combine the two teasers. Sounds like a flaw on FanDuel's part. Good thing we're going to draft. We're going to bank. It was two. It's two plus five thousand dollar teasers combining. So, yeah, somebody who's smart at math, DM us, tell us what that. Uh, How do you combine are. that? What is it plus? What it, so it would be what? Five thousand times five thousand, right? I don't know. Do you multiply them? Do you add them? I don't think you. No, I think you have to multiply them. No. Why do you multiply them? I don't think you add them. <clears throat> I don't know. I, this is not my specialty. Who's someone we could call right now at eleven forty at night who could explain this math to us? Uh, I don't know that any of our friends could explain this math to us because our friends are idiots. I'm gonna try calling Jay. That's a good one. It's our, it's our first. It's our first live phone call on the. Po- Yo. Yo, we got you live on the pod right now. We need your help with math. Oh God. Yeah. Right. All right. So if you had two separate bets that are both plus five thousand, okay, uh-huh. and you were to combine the two bets. How would you calculate what the new odds would be? Do you would it be plus ten thousand? Do you multiply them? Is there some division? No, 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 no. So when you parlay bets, it goes to like two point six odds. So like a ten dollar bet is twenty six dollars. A twenty dollar bet is fifty two dollars. All right. So Harvard Law. If I'm adding two plus five thousand dollar bets together, what am I getting? Um, I would use parlay calculator. I forget if it's a .com or a .net, but it's out there and it will tell you. So do I just, or do I just need to, it, it's, it's for a teaser. Does that change anything at all? If it's two plus 5,000 teasers? Um, teaser odds might be calculated differently because the, the statistical chances of them, because 
there's wider ranges like there's statistical chances of them hitting or higher so they when you combine them it may not be as strong as a parlay i just don't know all right we appreciate your candor thank you very much yeah thanks jay that was actually very insightful let's call plus fifteen thousand. sure so what would be uh, yeah, I don't know. At, what he was saying sounded smart, but honestly, it went right over my head. I don't think it you can like there's more to it. by 2.6, you know? No, I don't. That means nothing to me. Well, it makes sense in the context of a parlay, but... So as opposed to multiplying it by what? You're multiplying it by 2.6. Oh, wait, hold on. I can actually do this math. Hold on. A four-team four teaser at six points is... Plus twenty five hundred, and then a five team teaser goes to plus, or it's plus two fifty to plus four hundred. So how do you get from twenty five to forty? It's times what? Forty divided by twenty five is one point six. So all right, keep plugging sponsors. I'm gonna just do this the old fashioned way. I'm out of sponsors. I'm out of sponsors. I'm doing yeah. math first. Talk, talk through your work. Make All make right. you know. Pretend this is a math a math All test. Right. So okay. So five. So we were at plus five thousand. So then we need to keep multiplying the total by one point six eleven times. I think is is my understanding of it. Eric, you crank it on that Excel file. All right. So five thousand times one point six is. All right. Can you just say out loud how many times we've done it? So one. One. All right. 8,000 times 1.6. There has to be a more efficient way to do this. You have all the tools in the world and you're like. I was a com major. I don't do Excel Excel spreadsheets. Okay, so that was three? That was three. I thought that was two. Or hold on. I think I could probably just do this. (laughs) Times 1.6. I'm going to just type in 1.6 11 times. That makes way more sense. Some of these might turn out to be times 16. There was a Z. Why don't you just do 1.6 to the 11th power? I don't know how to type in exponents on fucking Google. Jesus. All right. I'm going to do this because this is sad. I didn't go to school to do math. What's the Stroud quote? Two, four, six, eight, ten. I have it. The world is waiting. Why is it saying it's not working? So you don't have it. Hold on. Hold on. I think I got to just put some spaces in here. God, I really obviously did not take any math classes in college. So many spaces. Jesus Christ. What should we call this segment when we post it? Bad. (laughs) Math time with Chase and Dave. Gambling math. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't have it. Okay, why why don't you treat this as your homework, and next week, in addition to your five picks, you can do the math problem for the whole class. Hold on, I'm 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 just trying to figure out how to get the exponents here. You use the little carrot. It's above uh, above the six. Oh, we got it. All right, we got it. World is waiting. Oh my word! Plus eight eight hundred seventy nine thousand six hundred nine. An $8 million payout. Let's do it. Juice. You know what? I think it was worth trying to watch me do math there just to hear what the juice was at the end of the tunnel. I 100% agree. I'm addicted to juice. 
Um, you put one dollar on that bet, and we win. You win almost nine hundred thousand dollars. Chase is officially showing me up. You got to put ten dollars in my bet to make a million. Chase is only got to do one dollar, according to some very questionable Google calculator math. It makes sense to me. Whatever. All right, let's wrap this up. My picks for this week were uh, uh, JMU minus eight and a half versus App State, Louisville minus one and a half at Miami, Georgia minus 10 and a half at Tennessee, log of the week, Cowboys minus 10 and a half at the Panthers, Seahawks minus one at the Rams. I got UCLA at USC over 66 and a half, Nebraska at Wisco under 37, Bears plus eight versus Detroit, Dolphins minus 13 and a half. At the Raiders, uh, Rams plus one versus the Seahawks. And the only bet that I'm good at, Roquan Smith, over two and a half tackle assists in the Thursday night game. Any concluding thoughts for this week's podcast? Other than uh, I'm going to go take a uh, exponent's lesson later. No, no. Just um, hopefully this time next week, things will be a little bit better and my record will be up into the 30 percentages. Um, I will say congrats to my cousin, Scott, who's getting married Sunday. Congrats, uh, Matt. Yeah, I haven't seen him in like six years, so it'll be good to see him when he's getting married. You think um, you'll recognize him or are you going to like congratulate the wrong dude? No, I'll recognize him for sure. It's interesting though. He in college was like involved with Judaism to the point like we thought he was going to be a rabbi. Um, family grew up, I don't know about Orthodox, but like Orthodox style. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Jordan, like conservative. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's marrying a pastor's daughter. Oh, so what are we doing this Jewish style? Are we doing this? I don't know. Keep us posted. This I'm is pretty, the most I'm pretty pumped, though, because I think it means the food won't be kosher. That is a big win. Yeah, they're getting married at the same venue that Kenny Pickett got married this summer. So I can only hope Kenny Pickett is better at picking wedding venues than he is at playing quarterback. Better at picking wedding venues than not getting picked off. Yes. And his name is Pickett. Um, and mm-hmm. on that note, with Davey Bagels, my name is Chase Fedorsky. This is Bagels and Locks podcast. We'll see you next week.